to the Divorce Devil Podcast, a show tailor-made for those stepping out of the divorce recovery space. Follow your hosts, David and Rachel, as they dive into the all-too-familiar shitstorm of the more-than-interesting end-of-the-road divorce topics, stories, and discussions. While realizing it can be a trying stage, they have been where you are and understand the struggle. And yes, the struggle is real. They know that recovery can be such a clusterfuck. Check out the podcast if you feel like you're juggling chainsaws, then strap in and hold on for some honesty, authenticity, and hard-in-your-face irrefutable truths. This innovative podcast is not for the faint-hearted, so if you can't handle the certain truths, just keep it moving. If you can, welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody out there, to Divorce Devil episode 130. Woo! 130. I'm back, bitches! Uh, Rachel <laughs> is back in the flesh. Uh, we didn't miss her at all. And she had a great 10 days plus gone. And she knows you can't put the genie back in the bottle because a genie has big ass ass. Big ass fit. ass. Big ass ass. Big ass head, big ass shoulders. Shoulders, yep. Yeah, it doesn't fit back in the bottle. Anyway, today Sassy. we're talking about one of the prisons that you want to stay out of uh, with divorce, devil, divorce recovery. Uh, prison one, caring what others think. Prison two, living in the past. Number number three, fearing change. Today we're talking about prison one, caring what others think. Uh, how long did it take you to get out of that prison? 45 years. Concerning divorce recovery. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, Just I, yesterday. No, I honestly think that when I stopped giving a fuck what other people thought is when I got divorced. Is when I was like, that's enough. I've had enough. That. So actually not caring what other people think is like self-love, self-care. Yeah. It was me taking back control of me, which... For my entire life, I never thought I was actually in control. I always thought someone was smarter or someone had more power or someone was prettier. Someone was this or someone was that and always have someone that is better than me. Well, I can only be this me, right? I can only be the version that I am of me unless I improve myself. Like, you know, if I educate myself, if I do something, if I listen more, if I am reading books, whatever it is, if I... Stay where I was and just kept letting people define me. I, I don't know where I'd be. Like, I think it took me going, you know, I don't really like how you're talking to me. And other people don't talk to me like that. So why am I allowing you to? Yep. So I think that's what was one of the things that was that defining factor going. What's the working word? Control. Yeah. And I, I think... And in divorce, you have to, you have to be selfish and control you because you are the only one that can react to the ex. You are the only one that can react to the friends. You can react to whatever. And how you react to these people is how you are going to be perceived from the divorce standpoint. Whether you, I, I think too, a lot of times, like in my marriage, a lot of our friends and associates and stuff like that were his first. Like, cause where we lived, it was, he grew up there. It was, mm-hmm. it was his friend's wife or his friend's whatever. And we lived in the town that he grew up and the kids went to the school he went to. So everybody knew him. So I had to interject myself into it, which I think I did a pretty good job. I hadn't made my own friends. And then, but your identity was always associated with him. Yes. And when we moved, I was like, I can either create 
friends for us. He can create friends for us or we can create friends together. And a lot of the people that we are friends with, we were friends with here, were our neighbors, you Mm -hmm. know, from school. I worked at the school eventually. Um, Kids, friends, parents, stuff like that. And a lot of them were both of our friends. The husband was my ex's friend and the wife was my friend and I was friends. Everybody knew just us. It wasn't someone outside knew us before that. And so I think I was realizing my identity does not have to do with anybody else. It's not, I'm not Rachel, just the kid's mom. I'm not his wife. I'm not this one's daughter. I'm not, you know. So I think when you learn who you are, and I still don't know who I am totally, but I have a good idea. Yeah, you got better. Yeah, I have a good idea of what I like and what I accept and what I won't accept and where I sit on many topics. Um, I really had to stop giving a fuck what other people thought of me. And that includes friends. Like, if someone's like, oh, I don't really like your hair like that, or oh, I don't like that outfit, that, or that outfit. I had to stop caring about all the aspects. I had to put on what I felt comfortable, whether I changed my hair or got a new car. And yes, I liked other people's opinions. Like, hey, I would say, hey, you just bought that car. Do you really like it? I'm looking to buy a new car. But that's the extent of it. Yeah. If I got it and hated it, I'm not going to be mad at them because they like that car, right? So, um I think I, I think that's what led me to go and, hey, you know, I don't really like being disrespected or fifth or ninth or not even a person that was in my marriage, like someone that had no say in that marriage. You know, I, I think that part of that control thing goes back to that no factor. Mm-hmm. Remember that no factor? Yeah. That's, our, that's, that's our hard to factor. do, too. No. Yeah, but once you start, man, it's like crack cocaine. It's like, contagious. No, no. But like I said, though, that one patient of mine told me that she learned to say no, but even say no without an excuse. Just no and walk away. Yeah. That's that's the ultimate no. And you know what's great, though? When you have done that for a while and you mm-hmm. say no, like, people don't expect you to have an excuse or, you no. know, like, it comes to a point where they respect that you said no. No, I can't. But when you agree to everything every, every single time and that that's associated with caring what other people think. think. Well, and a lot of times if someone tells me no, then gives me an excuse. I obviously know that they've made up something unless it's like, you know, we're going out of town or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go because, or I can't go because this one, this one, this one, this one. If you really wanted to go, you can go. Right. Yep. Most times, unless you're a single mom, you don't have anybody out, out there or whatever, single dad for the weekend. And you're at whatever the situation is. If you want to go, generally, someone will watch you your go. kid or you can change your plans. And whatever plan is more important to you at that day. Like there are some times where you have plans. We're going to go do this. Blah, blah, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I don't want to. And I will just say to my friends, hey, we're not going to make it. Bam. Hey, we'll miss you. Sorry, you can't make it next time. No yeah. pressure of like, oh my God, you can't, you yeah. have to come. There's, Which there's I no used to have that. Yeah. Well, I was there for you when you did that, when we did that, when you did that. And it blah, becomes blah, blah. a tit for tat. And I was like, I can't keep a tally anymore. I'm there's, done. There is no room for a tit and tat. But there's room for, for not tits. Caring. Yeah, there's room for oh, tits. Geez. There's no room for tits or tat when not caring about what people think. Yeah, no. And, yeah. It, and again, you have to know and care and love yourself enough to be like, no, I don't want to. Like, I just don't want to. Or, yes, I want to. And if it comes up the day where, like, you know, I wasn't feeling great today. I had a bad day at work or I had a minute at work or whatever it is. Um, and you decide I can't make it. Are your friends going to be disappointed? I hope so. I hope mm-hmm. they're disappointed that you're not going. But I hope that they're also they understand. understand. 
You know, yeah. we all have those days, especially when you're going through divorce. Yeah. You could have a great morning and that afternoon just fucking shit. shit. Yeah. Or you get a text from the lawyer or from your ex or from your kid or from your this one. Or someone just found found out that you are getting divorced and it's been like six months. Well, why didn't I know? I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah. I, I didn't know I had to tell everybody, you know, kind of thing. So I think there's, I'm just going from experience, like a lot of things that come at you when you're going through divorce, you have to be selfish, especially for that peace of mind that yeah. You don't know your mental state from minute to minute. We talked about uh, a subject a couple of weeks ago, remember, and we talked about giving grace. Mm-hmm. And people don't give grace enough. Mm-hmm. I don't give grace enough. Probably, you, well, well, you do because you're perfect. I know. Um, I try. But but I don't think we give gr- grace enough to other in yeah. our faults of saying no or you can't make something. Yeah. You know, just say, hey, I understand. Maybe next time. Or and like instead of going into the diatribe, oh, why it happens to us all the time too. Yeah. Like my this last month has been so fucking chaotic. I'm like between graduations and a wedding and moving my daughter across the country, um, just school being out, all the things. Right? Yep. We've had to push back stuff, or I can't make it to a podcast. Am I upset? Yes, but I do. I want you to do a podcast. Absolutely, I want you to do that. I'll struggle, but I'll get it done. I mean, you do great, um, but I also respect your time and you respect my time. So, Hey, yep. we can't do it at three o'clock. Want to do it at four or Hey, we can do it at four. You want to push it early. If I'm, I'm out a little early. Cause I respect your time as much as you respect mine. And do we bullshit all the time when we're here? Absolutely. No, but, we're not bullshitting. We're catching up and we're thera- <laughs> therapizing. We're therapizing also making up for therapy. some new episodes. Yeah. Baby, that genie. That's, that's the new I'm word. I'm a genie thera- in the bottle, baby. Therapizing. 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 That's our word. We have trademarked that word. But yeah, I think, and you know, situations like, I think a lot of times we also get caught up in the world around us and we don't take a minute for what's actually going on. Like one of the things I had mentioned to Haley, who just got married, is like, you need to at multiple times today, just stop and observe what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because she had come over today to read the cat, the read the refrigerator or something. And she's like, I think I blacked out when we were like at the top and we were doing the stuff, but dad handed me over and goes, she goes, I remember it, but I kind of was like so excited, but so happy. And I go, did you stop and take moments? She goes, I did, but there was times where I feel like I blacked out. So we have to make sure that yep. we're not blacking out. Pay attention to those moments. Don't miss them. And when, when someone's coming at us with their own shit and they're mad that you can't, that, you know, if you have someone in your life that's always negative, 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 and then you're like, I'm not going to take the negative anymore. You now become the asshole. Yep. You can't take that personal. You got to be like, that's on them. That that's their shit. Whatever their life is, where they have to be negative all the time. Obviously, something is wrong in their life. And what did I say? There, not Doing yours. Yep. So you can't take responsibility for them. And there's a saying. I don't know the exact quote, but it's like, I am not responsible for your opinion of me or what so you think of me. I have to tell you though. Me. So, considering that really close family member I have here yeah. in town. So I didn't see her for probably nine weeks. Mm-hmm. And so while you were gone, Quantum and I, my doggie, went by and saw her. Oh. Yes, two oh. weeks ago. Yes, yes. Hold on. Yes. Let me get my tea. <laughs> so, Let me get my spicy tea. So we, so we drove up, and she was outside talking to one of her neighbors. And um, I think her neighbor was like, like Joan or Betty or something. And 
And so she's always been intrigued by titles. So she, she introduces Betty as, this is Betty. She was UCCS librarian for a thousand years. Yeah, cool. What, so is whatever. the Crypt Keeper. Cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Cool. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Wait, does she know where the Kama Sutra section is? <laughs> if you watch our podcast, we know David has an intimate space for the Kama Sutra in Kam, the public Kama library. Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. Sutra yeah. I'd probably say it so, wrong, and I don't give a shit, because I don't care about... Well, no, I'm just saying Kama Sutra. Kama. Anyway, so... <laughs> I thought you were correcting no, me, asshole. No, I was not. Trust me. Uh, so... Um, I sat down and Quantum sat next to me and I said, I say, how you been? She was fine. Then she immediately blew me off and talked to Betty the whole time. So we stayed about Betty five the minutes. Whole yeah, time. Betty the whole time. Yeah. Betty the whole time. The whole time. And so we sat there about five minutes. I said, okay, take care. Nice seeing you. So we left. Yeah. So I, I did but reach out. Do you feel better? Yeah, because I made an effort. Because you made an effort. And okay. I really don't care. What people but think. So here's the thing. Yeah. I think a lot of times too on the podcast we say we don't give a fuck and all mm-hmm. that stuff. The problem is we care so much, right? So we've cared it, so much that, we that don't. in a in a in a space of not caring, we have to not care. Not care. God, that's so confusing. I love it. Right? Yes. So sorry. sorry. Um I think the more we care, the more we do something, and the moment we say I really can't care that much because I'm not getting that. For survival. I am not getting that in return. And so why isn't everybody as nice as I am to everybody else? Why isn't everybody trying to lead with kindness? Why isn't there? No one will ever be as nice as you are to someone as you want back, right? It's kind of like like when you have your own business. No one's going to work at your business as hard as you. Right, right. Yep. So I think what happens is we also put too much pressure on that. Like she needs to be nice to me because I'm always nice to her. I never yelled at her, but she always seems to yell at me. So what the hell? Yep. I'm putting too much energy into it because I'm not going to change too her. Too much unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And yeah. again, I I think when we say how to not care what people think, we've already cared so much about what they think because now we're look at us talking about it, yep. right? Yep. We also say Okay, uh, I got no more energy for that. I. It's almost like you're in the hole, then you finally close the yeah. hole, but you open up again. Yeah, and yeah. keep opening up that wound, right? So yeah. I think when you got nothing left is when you get to the exhausted. I empty don't tank. care anymore. Your tank is empty. Yeah, and so I think it takes. I think it takes that like dire straits, that you know, rock bottom, to be like. You don't know. Uh, And it almost gets like where, what's that word? Like you just like, I know I'm done when I'm just monotone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't want to give that to the world. I don't want to give that. I do. No affect. I want to get monotone to everybody. (laughs) I don't want to give no affect. I want to get monotone. I want to get melatonin. I want to get everything. We are monotone, no affect. Just like. I'm going to get everybody melatonin and monotone. This is the Divorce Devil Podcast. That sounds sexy. Hey, girl. I like myself. You can recover from divorce with melatonin. You are great. We are wonderful. Melatonin. Don't give anybody any of your time. Don't kiss your ass. Yeah. Don't I, put so the I G think, back in the bottle It's a waste of time <laughs> Stick them in head first Get in there fucker yep. now, <laughs> KY jelly Push hard. What did you do? I KY jelly my genie? Yeah. What? That's a whole other oh, podcast yeah. put, it, put on the booty first Put the booty in first and then go from there the bo- Booty kills. don't fit, you might as well give up Crack kills Yeah. <laughs> no, so I think you have to get to a point Where you're not willing to give any more energy To it 
So that means you, you don't care what people think. Yeah. And it's, and I, I think I've gotten to that space where I'm so sad that I can no longer have that person in my life, but they didn't care that they but were they did shitty. It to themselves. Yeah, but they didn't care they were shitty. So I'm like, you created this. Yeah. But you're not going to go, because oh, now you're putting more energy to it. Yeah. So it's like a vicious cycle. You have to just, it takes a lot of work. What about the parking spaces? Uh, I feel like my parking spaces are great. Are they? Yeah. Right. I think like so most of them are valet. I bet your parking spaces were full of shit. Oh, fuck. It yep. was like I went down the back alley and I got a cardboard box and I drew wheels on it. I was yep. like, oh, first we're parking today we in the alley. Not even in the parking garage yet. <laughs> I think your parking garage had had a bunch of uh, trash cans and all the Yugos. There was course. a bunch yeah. of Yugos, Yugos in there. They didn't even make maybe, that shit anymore. Maybe, maybe like a Volkswagen thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's that little tiny car? The um, not the Yugo, the new one. It's like literally like half the size of this desk. Smart car. The smart car thing. I don't know. It literally every time I see it, it's like a nine foot dude in there. I'm like. He just is, it's all him. Dang. There's no car. But he don't care. No, he don't care. He don't care. He getting good mileage. Yeah. Cause he don't care. <laughs> he don't care. He don't give a shit what people right. think. So let's close it up. So starting in his car. So, um, we talked about what? Caring what other things? Yeah. And you, yeah. I think, yeah, we're not telling you not to be a caring person. We're just saying care yeah, about yourself. We're saying care about yourself yeah. more. more so than care about others. Because if everybody has to also think of themselves, and again, there's a line between. Between conceited and confident, right? You have to be confident in your own skin to just walk down the street, to just go to work. I'm confident I'm going to do my job well today and get paid. I'm confident I'm going to be in a great relationship today. I'm not going to be an asshole to my partner. I'm going to be great to my kids. I'm going to try not to do this. I'm going to try not to drop kick a kindergartner when they come in me, you know, with a, you know, a pretend boo You're going to miss that this summer. <laughs> I don't. No. Yeah. yeah, you will. I need this. I need this mental break. Oh, okay. um, so I think. We're not saying not care. We're saying care about yourself and not in a like narcissistic way, but care about yourself enough to be like, I will no longer tolerate your opinion of me because that's from you, yeah. not from me. I, you can think that I'm too loud. You can think I'm too, too much. But I also, I, I also got rid of the people who said I'm too loud, too, too much, too this, too crazy, too squirrely, too whatever. Cause I like who I am. I think not a lot of change. people like who I am. Don't, don't be changing. Don't to try to please others. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we're not saying don't care. We're saying care for yourself and care about the energy that you're bringing in. Care about the things that you put out because I totally believe. And if you're putting positive shit out there, positive stuff's going to come back into tracks. So if you're always negative and you're, you know, I saw this thing too. It's like, did you have a bad five minutes of your day and you milked it for most of the day? Or did you have a bad whole day? Like, don't milk the negative. Milk no. the positive. Hey, I love how your milk, energy is. Milk the five minutes of positivity. Yeah. And so, like, don't let that five minutes of a bad day bring your whole day down. Because then that's shitty that you, you're you going to bring that home to your spouse. You're going to bring that home to your kids. Just let some shit go. Don't care about what's going on around you. If that person doesn't like you, that's okay. It's okay that they have an opinion that they don't like you. Because it's probably... From someone else's bullshit. Mm. So, again. Do they pay your bills? Exactly. There you go. Exactly. We want to welcome Rachel back Woo! with her deep, deep dive Wait, into when did I? I came in in episode 31. So, is this my, my 100th episode is my 100th episode. She's going to make me watch. You're going to make me look. But I'll, I was like 31 or 37. 
Because I'm having my own little party. Yeah, but I don't think this is 100. No. No. I mean, Divorce the Devil has had 100, but Rachel has not had yeah, her. Yeah, I think he came in like 97. No, no. No, 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 no. It's like 35 yeah. or 31. Or I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll That's get to the bottom of it. I'm a detective. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you. Have a nice night. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.